Hi, this is Elizabeth. And this is Antonio. And today's episode of Intelligence on the Rocks does contain conversations about suicide and self-harm. We just wanted to let you know ahead of time and we look forward to episode five, Risky Business. Hi, Antonio. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Um, what are we going to be talking about today on our podcast? Today, we are going to talk about risky business mm-hmm. and how you know the us that we are sober have survived that so far. We are not out of the woods, but let's go deep into this and let's see what happens on this uh, fifth podcast. Sounds great to me. All right. First of all, we need to understand that alcoholism is a denial disease or a disease of denial. First of all, we are not sick. The rest of the world thinks that we're sick. And also the denial of our family, because in some instances the family will say, no, he's not sick, he's just like that, or she's just like that, and they just occasionally when they're stressed, they just have a drink, and there is uh, a big lie there, but it's the best that sometimes uh, to avoid a conflict or avoid, uh, you know, being being uh, confronted with the reality, you know, that, that we right. have a problem. Because alcoholism is a very serious word. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a stigma, you know. You it's don't. It's definitely a stigma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you can say Uncle Bob. You know, he he's always been a heavy drinker. So when Uncle Bob comes to the family reunion, you got to make sure to have you know the whiskey and the beer, and that's just Bob. Yeah, you will not say Bob is an alcoholic, right? Right. Because no. Bob, he just loves to drink, and uh, yeah, it goes, it goes, it goes both ways. You know, for us, you know, we we fall into that and. We are not alcoholics. We just like to drink and have a good time on any type of function that is presented to us. Or even there is not a function, we make it a party, you know, even for ourselves. Right. And people will be like, are you sure you're okay to drive? And people will say, yeah, you look okay. So, yeah, let's go. Because they don't want to take the responsibility. Or they don't want to take... Uh, or they don't know. Actually, they don't know. Most of the time, people are not aware around us of how bad we are, you know, and until something happens. And that's interesting because that's one of the first uh, steps or the, one of the first things that we wanted to to talk about, you know, the type of risky behaviors that we engage when we were drinking, the type of risky behaviors that right. we engaged. Yeah. Yeah. This is common when we are drinking or drunk that we don't know what we're doing, right? And <laughs> it's part of it. And we, we, we don't know what we're doing. So part of the risks that we are going to have is, of course, you know, a vehicle crash, uh, the drunk driving, uh, get injured. Some people uh, will right. act violent. And we will have an impulsive behavior. Some people have impulsive, uh, or worse, you know, type of assault or. Uh, right. Or many, if, if your inhibitions are down, you're more likely to put yourself in a situation where you could be sexually assaulted. Um, I mean, that's for sure something that happened to me. You know, I was drinking way too much, and I there were two guys in the same room and you know it I put myself in a situation um that I shouldn't have been in and people knew that I was intoxicated and it's interesting people think oh they're drunk they want to go in there and have a good time as opposed to 
oh, they're drunk. Perhaps I should knock on the door and say, hey, you know, maybe could you come out here and look at this show on the TV? You know, yes, if somebody is drunk and they're and you feel like they could be doing something risky a lot of time people won't help you it's 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 interesting it's like the bystander effect not that i'm saying that it's other people's fault but yeah but let's see also at the same time you are surrounded by drunk so all the inhibitions all is you know everything is game at, at that point because right. you don't know what the other people want and you understand different i mean, I mean there is no communication there everything is is completely clouded or or, or is a is a it's a fog, and, uh, right, and it happens. And, and, and it's not, I'm not saying that it's okay, it's completely wrong, but we are putting our position, uh, we put ourselves on that uh, risk that's what you expect, right? And then, of course, it's our fault, and it's the fault of the other people involved on in it, and then it is terrible. I mean, we put ourselves in a position that that is, is, is hard to get out, if you can get out, right? right. So, and it, that's true, but also... I rarely remember being drunk, drunk. Like I said, that sexual assault incident, you know, was in high school or college when I would still get drunk. But the fact that I had so much alcohol in my system, even though I wasn't falling around drunk, I still was quite impulsive. I was prone to violence as far as like throwing things, not people. Of course, you can't really throw people, but you can in the cartoons, but you know, just frustration and, and getting hurt. Oh my gosh, I broke my wrist. I broke my pinky. I <laughs> covered in bruises and couldn't remember where they came from. Yeah, yeah you come with a black guy and say, oh, I fell from somewhere. I don't remember where. I don't you remember know? where. And for me, there, I, I came back one day with a black eye. And then the only reason I was able to determine where he came back, uh, it was from my camera at my garage. And I hid myself with the door of the car <laughs> and i did not remember until i figured out because because i said i left the place fine and i got home with a black eye why did that happen and it's when i right opened one of the doors of the car i hit my face on it it was it was pretty bad it's terrible all right so there also are some people who just even drinking in general is risky because some people, you know, are more prone to alcoholism. So if you are, let's say you come from a family and your mom, your dad, your uncles, your aunts, you know, they all are heavy drinkers and have problems with alcohol. You're like way more likely genetically to end up having a problem with alcohol. Yeah, you are predisposed to trouble already. Right. And see, the thing, easy thing, it will, it will see to blame all my genes and, you know, my father gave it to me or something. Mm. But we still need to own that. You know, we right. just need to be aware that there is a history on our family or in our direct past that we need to be aware of that. But of course, when we are drinking, and we are not going to be aware of that. But it's important to acknowledge that and that behavior, uh, it will get worse if we have a predisposition to... Right. And to, I mean, I think it's great if you know that ahead of time, before you start drinking. Drinking. And, and you, you can tell even at a young age that you may have... Uh, and, and I mean, I'm going to tell my 
my kids, you know. Yeah. Right. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'm I'm slowly coming to those uh, disclosures. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. a disclosure more likely. Yeah, it would be a conversation, but it's more a hey, you know, right. just that you know this is what happened and this is what I've been working on. So, what kind of like risky behaviors or things that you could see in in us? Well. We, we disclose this also that we are just professional ex-alcoholics or alcoholics, yes. but <laughs> we are not doctors or clinicians. But uh, what we have seen or what we have uh, is that there are perhaps uh, three things that we do that is, we, they call it impaired cognitive crap. It's okay. Try again. <laughs> I promise we're not impaired right, right. We are not impaired. <laughs> At least not by alcohol. Or, uh, well, impaired cognitive activity, impaired psychomotor, and executive function. Basically, okay. the first one is that you don't know what the fuck we are doing. Okay. The psychomotor okay. is that you cannot move or do anything that... Uh, normal or you just even stand up from a chair okay well that's that was psychomotor once again yeah yeah and then the executive function will be the one that you cannot do shit or you are just being a witness of everything that's happening around while you keep sipping that uh, scotch beer or vodka or whatever you have in front of you so and that that's risky Sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because but first... I mean, okay. Let's say, for example, okay, one hundred percent. This happened to me. I got a flat tire, and I had an inflated sense of self. Uh, not that I was drunk. I mean, probably legally I was, but I'm like, I'm gonna change this son of a bitch by myself. You know, right here. I mean, I, I knew enough to like, you know, move my car as far as I could be. I'm on the freeway out there pumping my car up, changing a tire. People are pulling over. Hey, do you need any help? And I'm like, no, get the fuck away from me. You know, I mean, I, I bruised myself. I've changed the tire, but that's so stupid. I mean, call AAA, like if you're on the side of a freeway, I'm saying that that was probably some impulsive, risky behavior. I felt like I could do anything. I felt, you know, strong and empowered because I knew how to change a tire. Forget about the fact that, I mean, I'm surprised that I was able to do it, but that's super risky. I did all kinds. What about like walking? If if you're like at a hotel, but you don't want to take your car because you don't want to wake up your husband. So you leave like you know, after he goes to sleep or whatever, to try to find a bar in a town that you don't even know about so that you can try to like get drinks to put in baggies to zip up, to take back to the hotel room so that you have alcohol in the morning because you forgot to go to the fucking liquor store while he was in the shower. Well, what kind of, of risky behavior is that? It's very impulsive. And there's a need. That's when, you know, we discussed this. Or we talked about this late, uh, earlier is that we are drinking to leave. Right. So what about the fact, I know you here we have tolerant to abuse. I I totally can see that. When, when people are drinking, they allow more things to happen to them because they feel like, well, I was drinking, right? Maybe I deserved that. Is that what you mean by that? Yes, definitely is. We actually think that is uh, behavior is acceptable, yeah, because at some point, I think, yeah, we decided we were drunk, or it's part of the um, 
dynamic that we have with certain group. You know, that they treat people they did, uh, like that, women, uh, uh, different people from different parts of the world. It's just normal to, to call them names or to do things like that. And uh, we don't put a stop into it and we encourage that behavior. Not only is that detrimental to uh, our health, but it's also uh, sets, sets uh, um, an example to the people around us that it's acceptable. Yeah, that right. to behave like that and we're just partying and oh yeah they, they just had a rough day or they're in college or that's how college people act no you should not act like like that you know i mean i i'm thinking what you just made me think about was a slumber party that i went to in middle school i you know i grew up like in a very i guess strict household i mean sure at my seventh grade birthday party um, somebody brought like a bottle of something and I hid it in my tree house. I got in big trouble. Right. But that wasn't like the norm. My, it was a big deal, you know, but I went to a sleepover at this person's house and her mom was having a party, like a party party. Right. And there was alcohol everywhere and the people were giving it to us, giving it to us. And I don't know exactly what transpired, but something happened in the middle of the night with my friend and one of the guests and they had to call my mom and, you know, she came and got me and I, you know, she never came back to school. Like, I think that she was like sexually assaulted. That's, you know, risky business for sure. If you're drinking, you have other people drinking around your children, you're putting your children in danger. You're putting your children in danger when you're driving your car and you've been drinking. You're not going to be able to make the quick moves that you need to make. And let me tell you, you know, people drive like crazy nowadays. You can't expect what's going to happen. I mean, I almost got whacked by a red Mustang yesterday. Just And if I was drunk, I might not have been able to swerve. Yes, I the the thing is, it comes to the next one that is anger, right? Mm. That it uh, we are uh, inhibited, and you know, for me, fortunately, I, I've been always mellow, and I don't know, you know, I I'm I'm concerned the day I get angry, I may need an anger translator because I can, <laughs> <laughs> I have that problem that present anger in a odd way, but most of the people I know that get into alcohol problems or they are in this situation, they're, they're, they're very angry, scary. Quick, quick angry. to anger. Yeah. Right. And uh, then uh, impulsive and then it gets violent and then it escalates. And, you know, uh, next thing you know, you are killing something or somebody and it's, it's, it's destructive to everybody and, and yourself, uh, people around you. Uh, it is a sad thing to, to see and witness, um, at least on my side, you know, I, right. I think that of all the tragic things that I have, uh, that had happened to me, one of the things that I'm blessed is that, that anger has been, I've been victim of anger, but I have not done that towards anybody. So maybe. I guess that, uh, maybe I'm genetically mutated not to be angry, but I, I need to work on that. I don't know. I mean, I could probably get you angry. I don't know. Let you delete I'm... the podcast and, <laughs> and put it or something like that. I can probably, yeah, I probably. Know about the, that, but I will say that the good thing is the microphone is very heavy, and I, right. you know, and I, 
I run. I'm in, I'm in shape. I'm in good shape. I can run out of trouble. You know what I'm well, I cannot. So I might just like roll after. You or something. <laughs> I'm not exactly yeah, sure, so. but I could bike. I could ride. The bike. So, so I, well, I'm glad that. But I... you know, when you're so angry mm-hmm. and you have all these things happen, the thing about alcohol is that it's a huge depressant. Yeah, right? absolutely. So yeah, depression, yeah. shame. Um, all of that stuff comes along with it. So it might seem like it's making you happy in the beginning, but it actually can can really cause depression and sadness and thoughts of suicide. Exactly. That's the next step. Or what the other thing that uh, I wanted to talk about is uh, self-injury. Either at the very end, your know, worst case scenario becomes fatal or it can... You're saying drinking yourself to death. That or... The, the step will be that throughout the depression or anxiety of things that you are going through, you are thinking about suicide. You are mm-hmm. committing, you are, you are about, and maybe you don't even knowingly try to do that. But for me, the drinking, it was a slow day that I don't know if subconsciously I say, you know, what, what, you know, what is left? I love my booze. I feel okay, or if I feel like crap, you know, this is a peaceful way to go, I think. Really? I think so. Wow. I think so. I, I There was one time, maybe a few years ago, that I, I said, well, you know, if, if I drink one night too much, I may not feel that bad. But I didn't went through it, obviously. Right. But it was, a, and I, you know, I don't know if I was depressed. I, I, you know, I, I didn't know what depression, it, it is a mess. It, it is, it's just the alcohol just... Complete clouds your judgment. So you were saying, like, go ahead and have a drink and you didn't know if you were going to wake up? Yes. Wow. I didn't know that. I used to, I'm sure I've said before, I used to just pray to wake up. So I guess it's similar. I knew that I had drank enough to where it was a very dangerous situation for me to be going to sleep. And I mean, just, wow. You know, it's yeah, it unbelievable. What what you got through and what makes you... I mean, it's like we discussed on the previous, it's a rubbernecking thing. It's wow, shit, look at but that. But we don't and tell that. people. I mean... Of course not, you know? But I remember when I when I first went into, like, rehab, when I meant it, you know, the last time, um, there was a woman who was a mother of three kids, and she said that she used to leave her baby in the playpen to go buy beer. Um, and at that point, I was so judgy. I was like, oh, I would never do that. But then the more sober I got, I'm thinking, what are you talking about? I drove my kid around drunk. I drank so much that I could die and she would wake up and, and have no one there. I I am her. We were there. Yeah, we were there. Yeah, that, you know, we... But you're in denial, so much denial that you don't even see it when it's right in front of your face. Yes. And, and you know, and we're still circling on this uh, thing on self-injury. And I found this uh, thing interesting uh, that when you learn about uh, other people going through this or that actually have done, and they said, well, and actually it's on the news. They said, that, you know, alcohol was involved. Alcohol was implicated oh, or right. alcohol was associated with this. All the time. All the time. You know, that that's an easy explanation. You know, the wrong way uh, 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 collision car. Yeah, right. we suspect that alcohol was involved. Right. We and, suspect that alcohol was involved. Yeah, so the first thing that there, even on, on, on when you are uh, on, uh, in in a construction business or any type of business, the first thing that they do is drug test you or an alcohol test you just to be sure that you were not under the influence. So that's that's how 
deep into uh, our uh, society, through how we live, that everything is... When something bad happens, they suspect alcohol or drugs. That's you know the number that's one it? thing. I never thought about that. The, the, what happened? Oh, let's, let's drug test you. Go pee. You're right. That's, that's the first thing that is going to happen. Not, hey, are you okay? Did you lose concentration? Right. Are you emotionally okay? Did something happen <laughs> at home? Did you have a stroke? Right, right. right. And, you know, what you eat today? You have breakfast? Right. No. No, it says go and get tested. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they are going to worry about you. Oh, yeah, you were okay or you have that. But, oh, no, you were under the alcohol or influence of alcohol or drugs. You know, they're going to, they, everything is going to go against you. They are not going to have mercy at you. You lose all your benefits. You lose uh, uh, all the things that you should have. You lose the potential of being helped. You, you, you are going to, uh, it's detrimental to you because you were drunk or you were uh, high on something and you did it to yourself. And uh, sorry, buddy, you're fired. Right. Okay. So, yeah, you know, alcohol was implicated, you know. I they, they should have one that uh, <laughs> married while under the influence also, right? You know? um, yeah, <laughs> so actually. Those, those. Uh, yeah, before that, you get married, they should go. They should do a drug test, a pit test, right? 100%. So, wow. a, anyway, you know, those things, because those are life-altering decisions that you make. They really are. So, yes, there there is a... This uh, rubbernecking thing right. that is that you know, so, and we are talking here. Of, uh, so that, how so how do you know? Like, what are you saying? How do you know? You well, what do you, uh, what do you mean? Like, when you are doing the research, you already know you that know. you are drinking, right? right? And then, but before that, or doing that, you have a set of values, as you said. You were start criticized. Oh, look at that mom. She's right. not the way. Right. Moms she left, don't do ABC. Yeah, they they. Oh, look at that that that, that girl. She left the, the kid in the car, or, or you know, oh, it's just too okay. early. I to said that. playpen or playpen okay. or okay. I, 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 you know. Okay, that's all right. That, that's 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 why the the. So you're violating your own. Code of ethics. Uh, or your standard, yeah, or what, I, I will never do that. And right. then there you go. And then there you go. And then you go doing, doing, uh, uh, things. Or you don't think thoroughly something. You're impossible, you know, in the short term. Or you are doing this. Oh, you know, I'm only going to do this. I'm not going to drink this Saturday on this very party. That's so funny. Yeah. I'm not going to drink it today. Right. I just, today I'm going to try not to drink in front of, uh, oh, you're, people. oh, I see what you're yeah. saying. In public. In public. Right. Or just short term. Nobody's going to know. Well, you know what? When you're talking about short term thinking, I used to, when I would go to I'm a lot of like bedtime stories here. When I would go to sleep, I would try to remember what I ate that day. What did I have for breakfast? What did I have for lunch? What did I have for dinner? Well, usually I just ate once a day, but I would try to remember. And I'm telling you like that last couple of years, I couldn't remember what I ate that day. And that's also a big, huge sign is you're not eating healthy. Not right, unhealthy diet, that's part of that when you know you're on it's a, it's a, it, it, The pattern of your risky behavior starts with very simple things. You're violating your own standard. The only thing, the things that you thought you would never do, you are doing them. Right. Then, you know. Then you, you start we, forgetting things. Yeah, the forgetting the short-term things also that uh, uh, just for today or just, just a little bit. Right. Or, oh, the store is closed, but I can go to this other store and I mix something and it will be okay. You're just short term, nothing, nothing that will set that. It's absolutely, this alcoholism is cruel. 
I mean, it's, 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 the, the more we think about it, it's, it's, it's horrible. And then, uh, you know, some people have this uh, thing with gambling, but you're, it's not gambling just on money-wise or something. You're gambling a red light or a right. yellow light. You are gambling a yield on a highway. You are That's the type of gambling that I'm making reference to, that you are taking a risk or taking a chance that it will not happen to you. Right. Of course, it's not going to happen to me. No, no, we're awesome. You know, it's a Russian roulette. You know, one of six. You know, just spin the barrel and see what happens. You know, but unfortunately, that's that's having being an alcoholic and knowing a lot of alcoholics. It I've seen so many get the bullet. That's what one of my denials. I never, I will never be on that position. I will never see that. I will. I, I might have seen it. I I've seen, seen so much of it. Yeah. And then you see the, the, this, we call it naive optimism. They say, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Right. Or, oh, I did it once. And Nothing I was fine. Right? It's fine. Yeah. So what, I don't know what people are thinking. All right. <laughs> so we don't listen, you know, we become stubborn. It's, it, this alcohol addiction thing takes control over your basic uh, common sense and functions to to do this. But the the good thing, uh, trying to wrap up our episode, is that there is always help. We have uh, uh, means nowadays that we can get help and uh, hopefully um, battle this and get uh, successful on this this battle, right? Uh, It's going to be chronic forever. What do you think? I think it's it's really interesting to look back and connect the dots from our past now that we're sober and looking back to connect all these dots and see that we were 100% engaged in the riskiest business of all and we could be too. And we are simply trying to survive. And connect your own dots um, moving forward. It really feels good to tell the truth. Yes, it's essential for recovery. And I really enjoy telling the truth with you. I feel like we're really making a connection with people. We've gotten lots of comments and we're really happy to be able to give you guys intelligence on the run. Yes, and we are getting ready for episode six. I can't believe it. Yes. That's amazing. All right, let's see what happens next week. I know. The sky's the limit. Yes. Bye. Bye.